Yo, what's happening? It's Andy B. And this is the Banks Fit Podcast. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different because I think a lot of times um, we get stuck, <laughs> stuck in the mud with nutrition exercise talk. Um, and yeah, it's pretty vanilla. So I thought I'd do something a little bit different this time, shake it up a little bit. And I'm going to be talking about the movement from self-employment into a small business sort of during the pandemic, right? That's, that's when I've done it. Um, maybe best timing, maybe not the best timing. Um, so far, so good. But anyway, so I want to discuss uh, that movement from self-employment to um, being a small business owner and some of the lessons, some of the pitfalls that I have experienced myself. So let me get down to brass tacks on this. So I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be self-employed. I basically just found, <laughs> found myself in self-employment. Left uni, sports science degree, um, didn't know what I was going to do. And then you're sort of faced with, there's, uh, for me, it was, you know, like my, my, the men in my family going to the services, so police, military, fire service, um, or going to teaching or going to coaching. Coming out of university, those pathways sort of show themselves and moved on with my dad. And I was like, right, what, what am I going to do? Didn't really know. Every pathway had uh, different prerequisites, if you like. So teaching is going to require classroom assistant experience. Um, coaching going to basically require you to do some free coaching uh, to get a sports coaching role. It's just generally how it works. Um, going into services, get life experience or you know other things that you can do to improve your chances of getting in. Um, and then uh, lastly, and the peripheral vision was this idea of doing personal training. Because when I was at university, uh, I invested some money in doing my personal training course. Because I thought, oh, that sounds like it might be a good idea. But it terrified me because <laughs> self-employed, nobody in my family self-employed. And everyone talked about how rough it was to generate money for yourself. Um, so anyway, I, yeah, I found myself working three jobs. Worked in a bar, worked at Tesco, and I also worked at Scottish... Uh, one the, the first Scottish Assault course centre. There, there's loads of them around Scotland now. So I worked in there. And I was actually just trying to sketch. I was trying to, trying to get a free workout um, in the fitness first at the time commandment. And I remember going in um, and trying to, yeah, try, trying to get a, a free workout, <laughs> talking to the really nice lady on reception who was Claire. And she was like, you know, you're going to need inductions. I'm going to show you how to use machines. And I'm like, I'm like, well, listen up, I'm a professional, right? A sports science degree, I'm a level three personal trainer. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're actually looking for personal trainers. You should speak to PT boss man, uh, Kevin. And long story short, end up personal trainer and, you know, loved it, lived on the gym floor, six hours a week. <laughs> My first year, you know, I'm going to be candid. I think I made about 18, 19,000 into any holidays and just lived and breathed fitness on the gym floor six days a week. Um, so yeah, like if you're going to go self-employed, let me just tell you something, the reward to work ratio at the start is completely skewed. <laughs> the first year is brutal. Um, yeah, so I sort of hammered away, done that, started to get really busy, started to get really successful and then realised that all I did was work <laughs> 56 hours a week, every single week, 27. Hardly see my friends, hardly see my family, hardly spend time with my, my wife, partner at the time, um, because it was just work or work, it was just fitness in the brain. And then it was like, you know, this 
start thinking this this can't be all there is to life, right? I love it, but uh, I need to have a life. And so I started thinking, get married, have kids. Um, so I think, how, how am I going to do this? Like, this is unsustainable. Um, yeah, can't, can't work like this, have a kid and, and actually have decent relationships with people. And so um, that's that's roughly when I started making this, the transition to a small business owner. Like, yeah, got a business mentor, started actually learning about business, as opposed to just making up as I was going along, to be frank. Um, and then, yeah, it's during the pandemic, um, it's, it started scaling up a little bit more because uh, I had eBay and just had less time and energy, basically, and give out. And so I had to bring support and to help the business to have a greater impact and actually just to stay the same size as it was because I just couldn't I couldn't give out those hours anymore. And so this is really, you know, this is the meat and potatoes of this podcast is, is me being candid and, and telling you the lessons that I've learned so far in this short time. I, I am no by no means, I mean by no means an expert on this at all. Um, I would point you in the direction of solid business mentorship if you you know are thinking about either becoming self-employed or becoming a business owner. If you want some general advice, yeah, drop me, drop me a little message. I'll see if I can help you. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, Mr. Miyagi of, of this at all. But these are the, the three lessons I've saw. Number one um, would be hire based on values, not on skill, when it comes to you know, bringing someone into your business. Number two, basically understanding the customer service is going to be relying on your ability to manage the team, right? Because you are no longer the face of the company at all times and you are no longer um, doing everything. And so that extra mile mentality that a lot of people have when they're self-employed, you have to sort of uh, get your team to take that on. And that can be really, really difficult if you don't know how to manage people. Um, and then number three is focusing on your zone of genius, right? That's where we all want to get to. We want to be doing the things that we love within our business and doing less of the things that we hate. Um, and so, you know, the, the mistakes that I made with, I made mistakes with, <laughs> with all three of these lessons and that's how I learned the lessons. So number one, um, hire based on skill instead of based on values. What do I mean by this? So, you know, if you're, if you're looking, like I was looking for someone at start to cover some groups training sessions. So you look for someone who has a personal training qualification because you want them to have a good fitness knowledge, because you want them to replace you and have that great fitness knowledge. The problem with that is that they don't actually make the best members of your team, because the best members of the team are going to be people who have shared values with you, so they have similar values, and two, they're really invested in the vision and the growth of your business um, to improve uh, their life and improve their position. And so, yeah, I think these are mistakes that everyone makes. Like I hired, <laughs> hired family members, I hired uh, based on skill as well and, and convenience as opposed to uh, hiring based on the values that people had, uh, which is something I've completely shifted and the current team are awesome, right? They're absolutely awesome. Um, so yeah, hiring based on, on values and investment and the vision. So the vision for me, you know, is that I want to help as many people over the age of 30, especially parents in Scotland, to um, improve their fitness, their health, their body, um, and actually enjoy fitness and you know not be a yo-yo diet anymore.
that is uh, the essence, right? We're not here to talk about my vision, we're here to talk about uh, that movement. So, yeah, so getting people invested in the, the, the vision, right? And having the right values because you can train the skills, right? You can teach people and educate people on exactly what you want them to do. But you cannot train people values and you cannot, and you'll find it difficult to get investment from people who are just not invested from the start, right? There needs to be, there needs to be a seed of investment, if you like. And if they, you know, aren't willing to put that seed in, then the relationship is not going to work. Um, number two is understanding how to continue to have that extra mile mentality, that uh, thing that makes you special, uh, by learning how to manage the team to do that. And that starts getting the business jargon, like KPIs. KPI, ooh, that's KPI. Key performance indicator, right? Some people ask to be like, of course I know what KPI is. You idiot. And a lot of people are just like, what the fuck is that? Because that's, that's what I was like, right? Um, and so learning about how to manage your team, how to manage those KPIs to keep driving the business towards going the extra mile and being really good at what it's been good at when it was just you that was doing the service. Um, and the mistake I made there is focusing on market and sales and getting more people in to, um, to, to basically have more impact and serve more customers. But then you start losing your juju. Right? You start losing that extra mile mentality, that great service, um, because you're growing quicker then you're actually able to maintain the team's ability to actually serve the customers in the way that makes you special. And so that's something that I have to focus on and turn around, and I'm still focus on and, and turn around as we speak, actually, trying to make the service the best. Like, I don't want to be saying this, but the best in the space. Simple as that. Um, and then lastly, um, number three, focusing on your zone of genius um, and doing more of what you love and that's what you hate. And what I found was it was really, really difficult, even though some of the tasks I've been doing for years, like doing the sessions, and it still is, it's really difficult to give up um, control inside your business when you've been self-employed, you've been your own, and you've been self-reliant, in my case, you know, for um, what would have been five or six years, and bringing someone else in and like handing them your baby, handing them the keys to the business machine or parts of the business machine and then you just back it off be like yeah you got this because <laughs> it's terrifying um and so what you end up doing is micromanaging people like jumping in and be like hey like how's things going on <laughs> what's going on in the sessions how was sandra today <laughs> and just like really being up in your staff's bill uh, and that's not stifles them and it's not good for you because it's just a waste of time and your energy. Um, and so as long as you hire staff that are based on the values and invest, that first thing actually helps out with number three, which is you pulling back and being able to focus on your zone of genius, which for me uh, is client acquisition. Like I love the market sales stuff um, because it's what's allowed me to actually grow the business. Like, you, like if, if you're struggling to grow your business, market sales is boss. Like <laughs> learn those skills, uh, invest in it. It's a complete headache. So it's really, really boring at the start, but it pays dividends and it pays the bills. So market and sales um, is my focus client acquisition, as well as that um, customer service, because that's where I started. And uh, I love helping, you know, I'm super enthusiastic about fitness and I want to keep doing that and keep uh, being a coach and being involved and helping people to transform their lives. Just more um, doing it through 
um, hire learning coaching, like creating the resources for the coaching team um, and creating the materials and the resources for people to access that are members. Um, and then lastly is actually um, doing some of the, the really high level coaching where we're maybe uh, helping customers to strive for big crazy goals where they need more one-to-one -one, uh, coaching. So those are the three things that I am personally focusing on. And, and this thing, like when you're a business, these, this zone of genius, this place where you place your energy is obviously going to shift over time. Um, and you will find, you know, in big, 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 big businesses, you know, people get down to the point where they're just managing like one thing and that's all they do and they absolutely kill it. Um, and yet again, I'm not Mr. Miyagi <laughs> when it comes to business. I am just a guy who has went from being one-man band to having a team. Um, so hopefully this has been helpful. Like anyone who wants to be self-employed or is thinking about scaling up from self-employed to having some staff and having a team, hope this has been helpful for anyone else who's just listening. Hopefully my rambling's been entertaining. Um, and yeah, if you know, for whatever reason you want to try self-employment and maybe it's in the fitness industry or you want to scale up, drop me a message, like completely happy to give you some free, free advice and help you out. Um, and you'll probably point in the direction of someone that's better equipped to help you and uh, being honest because yeah um but hopefully hopefully that's been helpful and i am signing off and i will see you all next week my next podcast next week we have taylor bunton on the pod podcast and he's going to be talking about his transformation and leaning out and getting shredded well maybe shredded may see a nap Let's see. Anyway, that's next week. So tune in for that um, if you are interested in what it takes to get your body fat down uh, to the point where, you know, you can see some muscle se separation. Like, if that's what you're into, right? If you want to see, have that sort of bikini body or if you want to have that sort of um, beach body from dudes, then that will be an interesting lesson. Anyway, sign off, over and out. And it be catch you later.